0: Welcome to the All In Employee Podcast with your hosts R. Scott Russell and Kevin Gergel, the Vice Presidents of CA Short Company. To learn more about Scott or Kevin, visit cashort.com. Now, on with the show. Well, I'm excited to welcome you, our listeners, right here to Season 3 of the All In Employee Podcast, and it's our first episode, and I'm super excited to introduce the new co-host for the podcast going forward, my good buddy, Kevin Gergel. Woo-hoo, Scott, thank you very much. I uh, Couldn't be more excited to
1: be here. Big shoes to fill. Uh, Nelsa will certainly be missed. She did a great job in the first couple seasons, but I'm happy to step up to the plate and join you.
0: Hey, man, I think it's going to be awesome. We got the uh, C.A. Short VPs in the house hosting the podcast moving forward, and I'm sure Nelson's going to appreciate it. She got us launched out the last two seasons, and now you're going to be joining me moving forward, so I'm pretty excited about it. Well, I have a uh, face for radio and a voice for silent films, but I will do my best. (laughs) I think I've been told that, too, my friend. I think I've been told that. And for you listeners, I'll just let you know right now, um, uh, you know, Kevin, it's crazy, man. At 51 years old, I now have metal braces on my teeth. In this, in between seasons, so I don't even know what I sound like anymore. Right? It could be totally different going forward, and uh, it does make me a little dry. So you might hear me sip on my uh, hot apple cider every now and then. It's all good. It's all good. You look great. You sound great. Say, so, hey, man, glad to have you, man. I'm excited. So, just for uh, you listeners, Kevin is our VP of Sales, and I'm uh, VP of Engagement Strategy. We work uh, pretty much hand-in-hand anyway, so this is really just a great opportunity for us to kind of be together, talk through some great subjects. We're going to be continuing on in the spirit of the All In Employee podcast, talking about great business subjects, uh, looking at what what makes an employee an All In employee, Uh, and we're going to have some great guests. I'm excited to see who you bring to the table. I know you've got some great connections you're going to bring to the table, and for season three, you know, we're just going to hype it up, brother. We're going to make it the best it can be. I'm all in, absolutely. All in.
1: What I like is our experience too. I think we bring a unique perspective where we both have worked for very large telecoms. We've worked for smaller companies. So we bring that perspective of having worked uh, a couple different types of uh, jobs. Uh, Me being in sales, you with marketing. So great, great, uh, great experiences to bring to the table. Uh, Public, private companies. So we've run the gambit. So super excited to jump in. Actually, have a topic to, to get us started, if oh, that's okay. Hey, no, no, no time like the
0: present, man. Let's
1: get yep. right to it. What do you got for us today? That's right. As you know, uh, we are a recognition company, employee recognition company. And I saw an article the other day that that piqued my interest. And in it it was titled, It's not the great resignation, it's actually the great recognition. And it mm. was posted by Matt Fieldman uh, in a manufacturing innovation blog. And so that, that piqued my interest. And as we know, we're, we're really in a, a time of uh, change in terms of people's perception of, right. of what the workplace should be. And um, Matt argues that it's actually a time for, for organizations to, to recognize um, that uh, they need to treat their employees a little bit differently during this time. Uh, our colleague Chase calls it more of a reckoning Um, But Matt argues that some things are are here to to possibly uh, stay in terms of how we approach uh, employment. He talks about flexibility being key, uh, how workers want choice, how remote work is here to stay, uh, how you can improve job quality, uh, supervision, and finally, creativity, bringing creativity into the workforce. So a lot of great points by Matt.
0: You know what, I am um, just going right along with you. I really like this. And I uh, I have some things in mind to kind of go, go with it. And some of the data in that article, I think it's the same article I had checked out. It was really interesting to me, some of the, some of the data points he had brought into that article, um, including like uh, one of them from Gallup is that it takes more than a 20% pay raise to lure an employee away from a manager who is engaging with them but it takes next to nothing to poach them for a disengaged leader. Mm. And man, I fully believe that. I I, I mean, people, we've said it for many, many years that people leave managers, right? They leave the the leader who isn't engaged with them in that space. But it's interesting to me, you know, they said in August, I know that's another data point that's been out there that there was like four four point something, right? 4.5 million people. Um, who had left their jobs. And, and that's just, uh, that's crazy. Like, where are these people going? <laughs> <laughs> that's right.
1: Well, you're, you're spot on when it comes to uh, people being loyal to, to managers who are engaged with them. Uh, personally, I've worked for the same manager twice. Uh, he hired me at one company, he left and then years down the road, uh, I went to work for him again, he recruited me. So that just speaks to the power of, of that relationship when it's done correctly, when it's done well. Right. Fortunately, as we know, being in the recognition space, employee recognition space, uh, a lot of managers are, are, are really that, they're not necessarily leaders and they may not know um, how to properly recognize their employees. They may have the best of intentions, But when it comes to building relationships and and giving
0: that recognition that people crave, a lot of managers, unfortunately, fall short. You know, um, something that comes out of some of that data, Kevin, that I found really interesting was that, and, and I think we already really knew this, but I think now there's numbers coming to it, but that the Gen Z and the millennials are truly making up the biggest chunk of these job transitions. And, uh, and uh, Gen Z is up to 80% year over year. I mean, that speaks a lot to me because I think that's a challenge that we as a, I mean, as a population, we have to figure that out. I mean, we, no company will survive 80% turnover year after year after year after year, right? And, and Z will take over at some point. So what, what are you going to do? What are you going to do as a company? What are you going to do as a leader to focus in on these groups, these millennials and Gen Zs that are flipping and turning jobs so much? you, you got to build a business. And to build a solid, successful business, you know, we're um, season three here, but we are celebrating our 85th anniversary this year. Very excited about that. Well, we wouldn't get to 85 if 80% of our people turned over, right? we got to keep that number low. And and part of the way that we do it is through engagement and recognition. I mean, that's, that's a big key for us, uh, making sure that that we're taking care of the employee, uh, not just when they're in the building with us, but in their lifestyle, in their entire, you know, how do we support that that employee and what's important to them? But I think these challenges are real. You know, when you look at that, resignations are up 60% over the previous year. I don't know how these people are eating. I'm trying to, I haven't figured that one out yet. Like, like uh, when I was younger, I mean, you, you know, I think about myself, but man, I, I and I'm sure, I'm sure you've left a job before. Um, I have as well, but man, it usually comes with some heartburn, but these folks, it almost seems like, man, they're just, they're jumping ship. they just jumping ship. And, and I'm like, where are they going? Because the market is, there's so many jobs yet to fill and um, it is a struggle, it's a struggle. Uh, many of our clients have had these conversations with, and we've got some who really are in turnover spaces. And, not, and those are the ones we're really you know, helping them and fighting with them to help keep those employees. And the same for us, it's not easy. There are some positions which have become very difficult to fill because they are looking for some of these other pieces, right? To your point, that flexibility is a key, right? And people really are making flexibility a priority not every business can accommodate that flexibility so easily so there's a delicate balance for me that has to be met somewhere down the road right and how do you, how are you going to do it exactly so if i'm knowing
1: this is the case if i'm a, a prospective employer what do i do with all this information a couple a couple things come to mind one is it, it appears that uh these younger generations uh, more and more are in tune with with having a, a purpose or a feeling of connectivity of, of what they're doing in the workplace. In other words, they're not just in it for a paycheck anymore, like maybe previous generations or steady steady nine to five, knowing that I'm going to work there for 40 years and get a pension and leave. That's not the case. They, they know they have options. They also know that they, they want to uh, make an impact in this world and they want to feel connected uh, to the company's mission and purpose. So if I'm, if I'm a company out there looking to hire, I am leading with our, our mission and our core values. And I am communicating that uh, probably over the top in my communication of, of what we're in business for and why we want you to help us execute that mission. And then I want to recognize people when they, when they do that. And I also know that, hey, odds are, they're probably only going to be with us for three years. So what can we do? How can we create an environment that where within that three-year window, we can get the most out of that employee, uh, during that time. So it's, it's a mind mindset shift for sure, but leading with your mission, communicating your core values and your purpose and really trying
0: to get the best out of people while they're there is, is the way I would approach it. You know, um, Coming right out of that article you talked about, that quote from Adam Grant fits that. Real flexibility is having autonomy to choose your people, your purpose, and your priorities. Which sounds, you know, it makes me laugh a little bit because I think about there was a time when people would have shrugged that off, right? They would have just said, oh, that sounds great. And it looks great on paper, but we're a business and we have to make money and and this is your job, right? This is what you have to do. But times really have changed. I mean, people now look much more for purpose, much more about belonging and being a part of something bigger than just themselves, right? In this, which is, which is a, an, an odd reflection when you think of how connected our world is today. But however, that connection seems to have bred a lot of, of loneliness and a lot of separation. Um, anxiety, right, into, into that space. So very interesting how all these things kind of work together. Um, and, and that is that, you know, we, even Nelson and I had started to talk about these subjects um, in last season and, and carried on through. And ever since the beginning of COVID, I mean, the work life for everyone has altered. Everything is different. And, and, it, and it's from week to week. One week, you may have a few weeks where everything seems normal in your business, And then all of a sudden, now you've got a few weeks where things are just upside down and and you just have to make it work. You have to find a way to make that work, right? And and so I think, you know, finding the best solution that you can as a business is so important, but we're always gonna stand in our space and say, you know, listen, engagement and recognition goes a long way, a very, very long way. Sometimes you can't increase compensation fast enough but you can increase engagement. That's right. And, and how, do you, how do
1: you connect people when they're not in the physical building anymore? Uh, how do you, how do you uh, foster an environment or a culture where people uh, are on a screen? Um, you know, ha- having a, a tool, a communication tool, a recognition tool, an engagement tool to help you do that is so important. Um, so we've been seeing that as a, a continued trend since COVID, uh, more and more adoption of a, of a communication and a recognition tool that, that really brings people together, even though they're not in the same uh, building anymore.
0: You know, and I think uh, our relationship speaks to that because uh, I'm in Charlotte and you're based in Atlanta. That's right. And you, you know. We, we connect via Microsoft Teams. We connect via our People or Everything engagement platform. We connect. Um, you, you come every so often, right? Once a month or twice. And, and then we get together where we can. But have you felt disconnected or do you feel engaged? Do you feel like we as a company have done a good job of keeping? Because you are in all essence a virtual worker with us. So how, do, how has that made you feel? Like what's your take?
1: Sure, it, to be candid, there are times when you feel disconnected, uh, not being in, 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 the, in the office. Um, that being said, I, I, I do feel like CS Short's done a great job of keeping our remote employees engaged. Uh, one, of it, one of the best ways is through our internal recognition program, through what we call the recognition room, where people post uh, updates, they post customer stories, they post funny little videos, they post important announcements. That helps me feel connected. Uh, the 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 teams calls help me feel connected. And then also, I think making an effort to meet in person at least once a quarter, right. ideally once a month. To me, if you can find that balance where you do have the face time uh, blended with the remote work, you can you can still be engaged. Now, there are certain roles. Uh, you know, I'm in a selling role, leadership role, so I think that lends itself well to working remote. There are certain roles, however, where I do think it makes more sense in productivity wise. Uh, you're more productive when you are there in the office. So it, right. it, you have to look at it in a couple of different ways. But I also I, I couldn't imagine battling Atlanta traffic like I used to for an hour and a half just to get to the office by 830. I definitely don't miss that.
0: <laughs> I bet not, man. I bet not. I don't miss that. I had my time in Atlanta. I don't miss that either. And and I I agree, you know, our, um, we call it our recognition room. It's in our platform. But um, for those of you that don't know, we just came through a big snowstorm, and ice storm here, and we're kind of like a little bit of crazy here in Charlotte. We're not used to that. I don't think you got any of that down there in, in Georgia. Uh, maybe at the top part of Georgia, a little bit, but we just got um, a little, little taste. Yeah, we had our first one in several years, and it, one of the cool. I just enjoyed watching people were posting pictures of their house and their car stuck in the driveway and kids playing in the yard. I mean, it just connects me to the employee, even though we all weren't able to be together in the office environment at that point, you know what I mean? So I really did, I really did like that. And another piece from that article I wanted to go, I'd highlighted a couple things I thought were cool, but I love this comment too, that said the culture of an organization and how it manifests into everyday interactions is more important than ever, the never ending quest to become an employer of choice. Um, which is what we strive for as well, right? We want to be that employer of choice. We measure that. We do, we're about to do our annual employee engagement survey. We're going to ask our employees what they think of our company. And, and um, you know, that's also something now that we offer as well to other, to other folks out there. If you're a listener and you're out there listening, we do employee engagement and uh, satisfaction surveys as well. Uh, we can do pulse survey. We can do long form for you. And we execute on that. Whether we're your recognition provider or not, it's a way for us to help you figure out what's going on in your culture and then make some great advice or give you some ideas on how to fix or what you could do, right? To, to, if it's communication, we got a solution for that. If it's recognition, we got a solution for that. And if we don't have a solution, we, we pretty much know where to send you, right? who to connect you to. So, so we do that as well. But it, it's an exciting year here. I mean, it is our 85th year. Um, Coming this spring, we're going to be launching our inaugural CA Short All-In Awards. That's right. Uh, We're going to recognize some of our uh, clients who have really gone above and beyond uh, in their programs and what they're doing for their employees. And we want to take that knowledge, bring it back to um, everyone else through social media, through the podcast, through other things. So we're definitely going to have a year where we have some great award winners as guests. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, and having some other folks so what are you looking forward to this season man well, uh, so much. I mean, to me, the All-In Awards with
1: with honoring our, our top customers, learning from our top customers, having them on this podcast, I think it's going to be fantastic. Some of the best brands in the world uh, we're fortunate enough to partner with. So that's going to be a lot of fun. And then continuing to see where the trends take us with all things employee recognition uh, in, in the workplace environment, because I, I do think there's going to be uh, continued shifts um, with all the different factors that we're facing in 2022. So there's going to be a lot of moving parts, um, but I can't wait to, to learn from uh, our great guests.
0: So, you know, um, for the listener, Kevin and I had a very interesting beginning to the um, COVID experience. We were in Mexico together, <laughs> right. um, not having any clue. That this was that and you know I think we ended up in an airport watching television as we were coming back together. And there it was that you know this this virus had uh, infiltrated the us and was spreading, you know, starting to spread. And within days I think things started shutting down right it's been a couple years. Um, I, I don't know that I, at the beginning would have thought this was going to continuously go on the way it is today right we're two years down the road. Um, We are still dealing with it. There's a new name to something every day, right? There's Omicron, which it sounds like a, to me, it sounds like a transformer. It's the deceptive, the Omicron. Um, But, you know, and and I hope that society, I hope we get a handle on these things as we move forward because they do impact livelihoods, they impact culture. Um, I think people now, the longer these things play in, um, Kevin, I see more people struggling with anxiety and struggling with depression, and struggling with just the lack of normality, right? And and what is normal today won't be normal a year from now, won't look like the normal of three years ago. Um, so there's definite adjustments that have to happen. And it has really changed so much of the way that we work. And you really just have to find ways to be successful. And, and if you, you know, I would give advice that If in your past you were a rigid leader uh, or a manager who just pretty much had his ways set in stone, you're really going to struggle and continue to struggle in this future. That now is the time, if you ever had a think outside the box moment or allow yourself that flexibility, this is what you have to do as a leader as well. You have to understand that the challenges that people face today aren't like the ones we faced a few years ago. And, and no one has the perfect answers. Everyone's trying to find their right way, trying to find and how do we be successful as a company yet still manage all of these pop-up issues that we now have, right? But, but one way you can't go wrong is by recognizing your employees, right? Recognize the positive, man. Just Just put your effort into making sure that the people who are there working for you, because we just said it, 4.3 million people. That was the number quit, and you know, and just in in, in like last August, it's like, okay, that's just then. So, we, and we all know it. We've got restaurants. There are still places that are closing mm-hmm. early, or they're closing down for good, or even you know, our store can't open on Mondays anymore because we don't have enough help. Well, you got to be sure that you are recognizing and engaging with the the employees that are there, the ones who are coming in every day, the ones who are keeping your lights on, keeping your business going, keeping your profits coming in, you've got to do a little bit more today than you did then because they're having to do more and give more. And it is very stressful for some of these folks. Oh, absolutely. It's We're still... In uncertain times, you know, I know that
1: phrase has been exhausted, but in the absence of certainty, the next best thing you can give as a leader is clarity. So you need to tell people uh, what to expect and tell, tell them where, where they're going. And again, that goes back to the, uh, the core values and the mission of your company. Why are you in business? And this is why we're in business. And this is where we're going together. And reinforce that daily. And the best way to connect recognition is, is connect it right back to that purpose. Um, and when you do that, recognition becomes meaningful. And a- another tip when it comes to, to leadership that I found is, is recognition needs to be immediate and in the moment. So um, you know, if if someone does something to go above and beyond and help your company that really is connected to your culture, your your mission but you don't recognize them until the, the week after, you, you kind of lost your moment there. You, it's right. lost. It doesn't have the same impact. So recognition needs to be timely as well.
0: Yeah, I would agree with you there. I think uh, you said it in the beginning and it is a funny thing for you and I that uh, Kevin and I both come from two separate telecoms back in our old days, right? We worked for competing companies. And, and in those moments, I think we had both. I, I had moments where you would be recognized for something and you were trying to remember, well, what, like if it were a call, what did I do on that call? I don't remember. That was like three weeks ago. I've taken 3,000 calls since then. I don't remember what I said. So, but then they would come up with programs that would let you be recognized in the moment, which I think were very important, right? To that. You need to still be doing that today. You need to tell people, you know, the details. I, I'm a big proponent for the details. So, Making sure that when you recognize somebody, you're really telling them what they did and why that was important. What was the end of the result of what their efforts did so that you get them to repeat that effort? So, you know, you got to keep that going. And I really am. I'm excited for this season, man. I I think we're going to have a great season. Uh, I'm looking forward to uh, the excitement that you're going to bring to the show. (laughs) uh mr gimmick dad we'll have to get into that in one episode we'll talk about that now let's tell people now if people want to reach out and talk to you uh let's give them some contact info for you what's your uh contact info here at sea short yeah absolutely so it's kevin gergel g-e-r-g-e-l you
1: can google me find me on linkedin uh or all the socials or give me a call 770-861-1975 love to talk all things employee culture recognition baseball. I have a baseball background and uh, wrestling as well. So those are kind of my Yeah, we got a lot of subjects about.
0: to talk about for you. <laughs> I've talked about my subjects for two seasons. We're going to talk about yours this season, man. Well, listen, I'm so excited. We're going to keep first episode. We're running right up upon our time for our first episode. We're going to keep it nice and short and sweet and introduce you and looking forward to episode two. It'll be coming up in uh, just a few weeks.
1: That's great. One of the best lessons and sales I ever got was to follow the three B's be brief, be bold and be gone. So with that, we're out. (laughs) Peace out.
0: Thanks everybody. Till next time. Thank you for joining us on the CA Short All-In Employee Podcast. Kevin and I will join you next time right here.